Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and we watched two things this week. We're going to talk about the entire series of Mayor of Easttown, which is a crime show on HBO. It stars Kate Winslet, and so major, major, major spoiler alert for it. We hadn't discussed it on the podcast prior, but we are talking about the series as a whole, as it had just wrapped up, and so now we are all caught up, and we've decided it was worth chatting about. So again, if you have not finished Mayor of Easttown and intend to and want to, pause and come back. If you don't care or have already seen it, feel free to go ahead with this episode. And then the other thing we watched was the first episode of Sweet Tooth on Netflix. It's a series that takes place in a post-apocalyptic world, and it features these human-animal hybrids. It just came out, so we are only going to talk about episode one. So spoilers for episode one, but we don't talk about the rest of the series. And then be sure to stay tuned after our main discussion for some follow-up points. And without further ado, here's We're Watching What? We watched Mayor of Easttown. I had not been watching it weekly. I only watched that first episode we watched, and then I saw everyone talking about the finale, the finale, finale, and I finally caught up. You two were watching it pretty regularly. Yeah. yeah. I, don't think I, I, I watched it really just came out. I don't remember that. Didn't we talk about the first episode? I don't know. I thought we did. No, we didn't review. because I was the only one watching it and I was surprised that neither of you cared to watch it at the time. Or like, Okay, or I might have done the first episode interest. for a review and sure, then decided yeah. we shouldn't discuss it because I was like, I'm not going to stick with the show. Yes, that's what it was. And I was okay. already watching and then I'm not sure. Jackie, I think you started watching a couple weeks later because then you did text me eventually like, oh, are you caught up? And then she was on a week that I hadn't caught up yet. And so, okay. Yeah, because you said it was good and I was like, okay. And then everyone else on the internet was talking about it too. And I was like, all right. Right. Okay. Did, was it a satisfying conclusion for people who watched it like more spaced out? I thought so for me. Yeah. I, I didn't. I don't think it was a I didn't. satisfying. I mean, we can talk more in depth about it. It's not a choice I would have made, but it yeah. doesn't mean that it's not a satisfying Yeah. I mean, thing. like spoiler alert, let's just talk about it. Because I, I, having binged it, having watched the first one and then taken a big break and then started to, and I was like, I don't know if I, is this really worth it? And then at a certain point was just like, all right, I'm just committed now. I felt like it could have been like two episodes shorter. Yeah, it could have been tightened. Yeah. I found myself, I liked the, I guess, the the reveal enough being, I mean, we're spoiling things, I guess, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Being the kid. You know, it's a little silly that he actually killed her, but it's like, but I liked the the idea behind why and all that stuff and the kind of, it, it being this way that we learned about all these like shady things that all these people are doing in this town. But I found myself a little more into the story of her actually finding these girls who were missing in a way that it almost felt like once we got that out yes, of the way, it yeah. almost felt like this show could end, even though right. we, I, I was still like, why are there it, more episodes? Like, it was like a, a, another mystery within it became more interesting to me than the actual mystery. Yeah. Right. And, and when it turns out that it was very clear that they weren't related, I was kind of like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it started to make it feel a little disjointed and it said, Oh, then yeah. maybe this should have been a four part series. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I think it just ended <laughs> I mean, everything about it was so depressing by the end that it was just sort of like no one had any joy. It was bleak. It was definitely bleak. Yeah. And so it was like, you know, I watched it before I went to bed and I was like, Ugh. you know, and I had weird dreams because it was just so depressing. And I think, you know, honestly, I mean, I guessed that it was actually the husband. Mm -hmm. um, and so then I was surprised that it was the kid, obviously, because that's not something that I expected. But my thing is. I would just never turn in my best friend's kid. I don't think I would do it. Especially uh, when the like lying husband was like willing to take the fall for it. And I probably mm. hate him with passion. Mm. I'd probably be okay with him rotting in jail. Now, of course, the kid yeah. brought the gun to the thing and, you know, was clearly making a bad choice and all that stuff. But I just don't know if I would do that. I would do it. I, I can't have, I mean, it, it's hard to say, I guess I don't have a, a 
best friend like that with a kid that age. So maybe who knows? But I mean, the kid decided to go take matters into his hands in a crime of passion, and he's old enough to know you shouldn't take a gun and threaten somebody. And I'm like, I don't. This is a another white kid with a gun. Like I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's true. It just feels like it would be someone you love, right? Because you like watch him grow up and you do all this stuff, and yeah. But see, the law like, will be a lot kinder to him than it's going to be to the father, yeah, you know, which his true. father, which, yeah, the father sucks to the mom, but maybe as a father, he's not terrible. I don't know. So it's kind of like looking at it in a way where, and also, I don't know, you've, it's like you're, even though she clearly crosses lines and does things that are not morally, uh, <laughs> you know, sound I mean, some of the yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, um, putting, putting you know drugs I mean? it's, it's, on, on people and, and stuff. Yeah. I mean, the problem is she's clearly not super... That's why it was like not super straight okay. and narrow. It was just kind of funny because it just felt interesting for her character to have that line, you know, where it was like, "I will turn in my best friend's kid, but I'm not going to, but I'll plant drugs on my, you know, dead son's girlfriend." Right. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It's like she completely destroys any sort of credibility she has as like, uh, you know, that the law is the law character when she plants the drugs, and so it's like. You're very uh, selective in your application. Also, I would like someone to explain to me why the kid's mom and the wife of the guy did not go to jail for obstruction and like yeah, interfering she with really the police investigation, yeah. actively interfering. Huh? Yeah, she should have hundred yeah. percent. And maybe that's maybe that's the line. She's like, okay, I'm not gonna like ruin your life. Well, I don't like, think it's her did choice it. necessarily, right? Because isn't that like the DA's job to be like, uh, you interfered with? Or I guess you could say true, that she but I guess like, how. Yeah, like she doesn't how, have to I mean, tell those them. conversations. Yeah, well, yeah. In the no, interrogation room. In the interrogation like, room, she literally admits that she lied about it. Yeah. So that's recorded. The DA would yeah, have. Yeah, no, she and she should absolutely. That would make it definitely more realistic. I almost feel like, and this might be done unsuccessfully, but I almost feel like with the planting of the drugs and kind of seeing her career be taken away from her, mm-hmm. even though she clearly didn't mm. let that stop her from doing whatever. I'm wondering if they wanted us to then believe that, like she now is like if she now covers this up or whatever like she'll be out if they ever found out if it ever got back you know what i mean like yeah so i wonder if now she's like i have to but i just feel like i I feel like it was such circumstance that she figured out that Mm -hmm. this gun you know what i mean the gun oh yeah some old man who she just kindly goes to his house and like lets him tell her what's going on in his life you know even though and then it just she puts the pieces together obviously at that point but i feel like that's so cover up or bowl (laughs) yeah well it was (laughs) they planted that seed early and i give them credit for like that not coming out completely out of nowhere right because it's like okay we watched like five episodes in between so we may have forgotten but i remember it because i was just like this is so dumb why is this why am i watching 20 minutes of kate winslet helping old people as a show like what is this show supposed to be about because that that was i thought it was just like setting up her role in the town I thought so too, but I was yeah. just, I was still like, this is very tedious to me. I don't know if I can handle, I, like, I was like, what's the, what's the mystery here? Like, what's, mm. but uh, yeah, I give them credit for everything that they had play out in that la- last episode. There was technically set up for it earlier on, but I was just yeah. like, this just feels unnecessary. Like, you're like, oh, I'm being so clever and we'll have, do, we'll call back to this thing and we'll do that. And I'm just, uh, I kind of just wish yeah. he was a sociopath, the kid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Instead of it being sort of a mistake or whatever, yeah. you know, a crime of passion. Like, I kind of wish. Yeah, or like, I think it would have been more interesting if he had been kind of a weirdo and then, or, you know, something there. I was like, what if his dad made him do it or something along those, you know, like, I, I just felt like there were other. You know what I can't figure out? The one that felt kind of weird to me 
was the boyfriend tracking down the best friend with a gun and like mm. warning her from telling the police. Why did he care? What was he even? Yeah, what was he warning her again? Like because well, he was well, warning he her didn't... not to tell the journals. I guess he didn't want his parents to lose the kid. Oh. Yeah, he wants his he wants his son, which you know, like yeah. Well, which I... you know is not necessarily his son, but. Right, the son right. for his grandparents. Yeah. yeah, but the weird yeah. thing is, they so didn't—they didn't really establish like him as caring about the kid very much, in my opinion. Which I mean, I think him like of... carrying the baby when he was post-surgery and in pain, you know, and deciding that because you know, there's like he's about to smother the baby. Right. I think like that was, or they they implied that he was about to smother the baby. I feel like that was the pivotal moment of him deciding he cares about the kid. Yeah, yeah, or, it was supposed was... to be. I'm not saying it was successfully executed. But enough to like threaten the best friend with a gun. Yeah, like that felt like a lot. Yeah, there yeah, were. A I lot think of- it's. I think it came down. Uh, yeah, it, it it's a lot. But I think it comes down to maybe like, you know, I, I don't know if we were supposed to think he was actually more rattled than he appeared to be about his ex getting murdered, and about the implication that maybe it was his new girl who did it and with maybe, and then she thinks maybe he did it and all this, whatever, and kind of being a lead suspect to that and then getting shot and all this, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I feel like once the baby is then suddenly not even going to be his anymore, it almost is like this other thing that I think we're supposed to think is just kind of more, not this too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a little bit of, a, and, so. and it might not have translated that well. I was okay with it, but yeah, I was a little like, oh, okay. Like he's, he was a little all over the place. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. And we're back. I mean, okay, compared to, like, some recent things we watched with Mysteries, this was, you know, obviously... Not, not to name any names. Not to name it undoing, but I just feel like... Wait, what? <laughs> you know, obviously, know this, was, this was better set up. But if we had to, like, nitpick, I would say that that's kind of a nit that I had was kind of like, ooh, he's overreacting for something that doesn't feel genuine. Yeah. Well, um, can we talk about, speaking of the undoing, can we talk about at least the refreshing plot point of a father willing to take the fall for his kid rather than pinning it on his kid yeah (laughs) just real quick can we talk about that really quick because that made me happy and he was a pretty irredeemable guy like he was pretty shitty for the most i mean he was having an affair with his niece he got her pregnant and then yeah i mean it's just so disgusting so he wasn't a total he wasn't someone no he doesn't win he, yeah, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't accept guy. him. Um, <laughs> but, but at least yeah. he had the bare minimum caring for his children, which. Uh, <laughs> Including his child nephew, yeah. whatever, like son nephew yeah. or whatever, right. like your Games of Thronesian level yeah. relation. And it was just sort of like, yeah. And then, I mean, obviously his wife is the one who gets the short end of the stick in kind of all areas. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah. why she's not in jail, but still from a legal standpoint. Yeah. He has to like watch. I mean, now she has to raise this kid. Yeah. Well, and I was pretty surprised that Evan Peters really got killed like that. Like, I was, I was oh, surprised that, that they would just because you know he's a big enough actor these days where it's like, as far as names go in the show, I was surprised that they just killed him. I was a little weirded out by like, I didn't really buy their their attempt at a relationship or kind okay, of like, yeah, or I was the, like the, the love interest that was kind of going on. I wasn't really buying it. I could buy him being infatuated with her. I just yeah, couldn't I buy her reciprocating. It. But but then exactly. it does it did feed into the whole like you're just hanging around with him so you you can stay close to the case. But I exactly yeah. I wanted uh, just a hint of 
being able to buy into like, yeah, maybe there is a world in which yeah. we are questioning her motives on it. And I was like, no, maybe she is attractive. I mean, I guess she could be, but. No, I, she could be. I think it's like Evan. And I, and I quite, I like Evan Peters, but there's something about him that I just, he seems very young to me. Yes. And I, I think that it had, if it had been somebody who was younger than her, mm-hmm. but an adult, even yeah. though I know Evan Peters is an adult, but no, like, you in know, my, just, in my mind, yeah, he's also, it's, yeah, it's a teenager too much for me. It's, yeah. it's weird. I don't know. And so I, I, yeah, I think if, cause also, cause he also usually plays these roles where like, I mean, WandaVision, his, he was perfectly suited to play that role. It's like, he plays like the kind of like immature, funny guy really well. And that's not someone I see Kate Winslet shacking up with. Well, but not only that, I was talking oh. to somebody about this because his vibe feels goofy in this. Yeah. And, and he was apparently shooting this simultaneously with WandaVision just because of the way like COVID schedules happen. I was like, yes, you're almost playing like a similar character, yeah. which is so out of place in this bleak, sad, morbid town that like the only <laughs> time I ever remember any characters laughing is when like Gene Smart talks about the affair with whatever and Kate Winslet <laughs> just starts cracking up. But I everyone else that. is just so serious 24-7 and he's this like ray of little sunshine and you know, maybe it was a character choice, maybe it was directional, but I was just like, I don't see, I don't see this. Yeah, I think I they tried this. to bring it like these, like a fish out of water, kind of like, okay, he's here to crack this case, whatever, and he just said, lives somewhere else that's not East Town because East Town, everyone's doom and gloom. Yeah, but, but he like, clearly lives like five minutes away because yeah, I was yeah. like, okay, yeah, well, you're like, everyone is like, this town. I mean, God, get out of there. Everyone yeah. is like, everyone's a drug addict. Everyone and related, and possibly more than fifty percent. You know, kidnapped. <laughs> Children are murdering. I mean, it's all kinds of stuff. Well, my favorite is that, like, not even that long ago, a bunch of women were being, you know, obviously taken and held in some attic somewhere. And then then they're like, hey, you're going to go to Berkeley. Why don't you drive by yourself? That's a very valid. That (laughs) storyline also felt. Call us from the road. Yeah. That storyline felt so out of place for me. Oh, it goes well. The lesbian daughter college romance Blah, blah, blah. I was like, I don't. I think it was trying to add to the trauma of the son dying or whatever, because we knew that Kate Winslet's character really wasn't going to talk about it, you know? Yeah. But then why, why is it? I mean, I'm sure it's like, it's the one, one bit of diversity on the show, right? Where it's like, oh, okay. Not a zoo, not a lesbian. No, no, no. There was a black family. They just happened to have a crack at it. Well, the police, the police chief is black, which, which to me was like, what? Why are they the only black people in the town? Like, this seems very (laughs) backwards, actually. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It just felt like teen romance-y. And then like the only reason that it was so complicated and set up is because the ex is in the basement in order to like knock Gene Smart out. And it just, it just felt it felt very convoluted and out of place. And that's like something I would have considered condensing yeah. uh, if I was to be cutting. Yeah, I think this story is actually fairly good. I, it, I just think it needed it needed tightening, right? There was yeah. just, you know, yeah. some... I liked I liked the world they built. I liked. I mean, I don't want to live there, but I I was I found every episode entertaining. You know what I mean? Like, and I was I was what and I was into the story, into the mystery and stuff. But I agree, it could have been tightened. I think it was pretty well acted. I think. I mean, I like the know, character I liked development. The music. There were things I liked know, about it. I liked Kate's character for the most part. I thought that was an interesting, um, sort of unlikable main character. It's kind of nice. Yeah, I don't think I liked it, but I it was just like morbid curiosity was compelling me, and at least. It was a slightly, slightly more logical payoff than other things yeah. that we have watched The Undoing. I think that's at the end of the day, I felt like there were, yeah, things like you bringing up how the, you know, the best friend's not going to be in trouble and all this, like that stuff doesn't make sense. But overall, I left feeling like, oh, okay, I believed it. You know what I mean? Like, whereas like other things, I sometimes am just like, oh my God. 
god and helicopter then, chase. You know, and then we when we talk <laughs> about two sometimes <laughs> like mysteries where right we talk about two where like we have we watch these mysteries and stuff like you've mentioned before but where you get to some conclusion and i love to be surprised but I, when it comes to a conclusion where like you couldn't have seen it coming even if you tried really hard mm-hmm. it's like those are always annoying and yeah right they planted the, the groundwork for this one and, it, and i thought that you know you could have guessed that I didn't well, for some reason, but I could have. Yeah, I didn't guess it. Which from the second that happy. they introduced the family, when the family comes over to like the dad, that you know, the murderer and his brother or whatever, you know, whatever, the, to tell the guy whose daughter had been murdered in the woods, mm-hmm. Kate Winslet brings him over support. I was like, one of these people is involved. That was just the immediate. I was like, this is yeah. too weird, small town, whatever. I, yeah. I I was texting Matt because Matt had finished it and Jackie, you hadn't yet at this point, and I was just like, I'm gonna guess this now. Like, don't. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. And I don't think I articulated it well, but I was like, the dad is like the baby daddy. Like, I knew the dad was the baby daddy. Yeah. I was slightly wrong. I guess that I thought that he killed her too. And so I didn't, I didn't get the son. Yeah. I didn't get the son either. Yeah. 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 And I think I would have been a little more annoyed with it if the dad really did just kill her. Because then I'm kind me of too, like, I would have let been us like, know this information obvious. the whole episode. Ahead, you know? Mm-hmm. So I liked that about it. I think they did do the thing again. It's, fiction story like what are you gonna do but they did do the thing also where the actual mystery itself when you think about this girl's night that led to her dying i'm like the amount of things and you talk people you talk to and things you did and riding in the car with the priest who had your bark in the car and this and all these things i'm just like they did the thing where i'm like no one has this evening (laughs) (laughs) i mean like this this is not a real evening no and so I had to laugh at that a little bit where I was mm-hmm. like, you just did all these specific things so that there'd be specific evidence planted places to, to mislead the audience the whole time and mislead her into thinking this or that. But again, I mean, 90% of the mysteries you're ever going to watch are going to do that. But it's just yeah. funny. because it was. Yeah. I think because there were so many episodes and they stretched it that long, it made me think about it a little bit more being like, oh, poor guys. Right. I, if it had been a yeah. little tighter, I probably wouldn't have noticed. I think four eps. Four eps mm-hmm. would have been amazing. I think yeah. I would have loved it. Because it was what, seven? Yeah. I, even five, if you yeah. really want that, I'll if you it, feel I'll the need. Five. Yeah, because my, my problem was everyone was like, finale, finale, finale. And then by the time I got to the finale, because I binged a lot of it together, I was just like, this is not. Basically, when Evan Peters got shot, I was like, oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. You know, we actually found the girls. Oh, wow. And then once that resolved, I was like, what do you mean? There's two more episodes. So I don't, I didn't understand what everyone was so hyped about. And yes, yeah. there was the twist at the end, but the kid thing was just not. It wasn't like extra satisfying or anything. I wasn't like justice is served. We've yeah. done it. Good job, Mayor. I was seeing is... hype throughout, not as much about the finale. It's funny oh, because for, I was. I'd, I'd seen mild hype, but like the, it, yeah. it really escalated for the finale. And maybe that's just because it's a finale, right? Like that's just True. people are ha- are happy to be rewarded for their investment so far. But I was finally like, okay. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that, and I I didn't binge it, Jackie. You you kind of had a a hybrid situation between me and Dana because I feel like you did binge a lot at one time and then you caught up weekly. I watched it all weekly. One week, I I was late, so I watched two at the same time. But other than that, I it was something that I did look forward to every week, mm. which which I appreciated. Yeah. I, I, yeah. See, the problem is, is like I binged all the way until Evan Peters died and then there were two more episodes and I was confused. And then I watched them together. Yeah, I think because nobody had spoiled it for me, you know, like the finale aired and for to the Internet's credit, I hadn't even seen. And again, I'll add another spoiler alert at the beginning of the episode. But yeah, I hadn't seen that Evan Peters, character had died. So I was like, oh, I have this one window of opportunity to watch this before I find out how it ended. 
through the internet. So I might as well just, you know, I didn't have anything else to watch. I was like, right, let's just watch is it, is it one of these random shows where like it was mostly just respectable people watching it? I don't know if respectable like, is like the right term. But... Respectful. Like I'm just like, you know, yeah, because a lot of people like things. just being like, oh, have you seen it? But not no spoilers, which was pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I saw like some things like one week, the week that I had missed. And then I was like, oh, like that I was late. I saw like Mindy Kaling on Twitter was talking, said something. And she's like, look, if you're going to cast like Guy Pierce in your, in your, you know, show, he's going to be the bad guy, like blah, blah, whatever. <laughs> and I remember thinking, oh no, was it the finale tonight? And, and was it, because I, I didn't know how many episodes it was. And this was like week four. It could have been yeah. four episodes. I think it was week four or five. And then, um, but anyway, so I, I, that was not a spoiler, but I remember I saw that and thought, oh no, Mindy. Yeah. But, Why would uh, you do that? She was wrong. And I, I'm a big Guy Pierce boy and I was happy he wasn't the villain. I do hope he looks starts looking a little bit better though. I know. Get a haircut guy. Poor guy. I, I sent you both the the murder dirder SNL <laughs> skit because I saw that, you know, I think that aired after the first episode or yeah, something. It was. Maybe the second. And I, you know, I'd, so I at least had context for what that skit was. I thought that skit was the funniest thing. It was. Like they've done it in a very long time because it was just so accurate in many senses. And then I <laughs> finished the series like last Thursday and I recorded my, like I was doing my reviews on Friday and I, without intending to, said my O's like they do. And I was like, like something over. And I was like, wait, and I, you know, I'm alone and just talking to myself. I was like, oh my God, what have I done? Like they've been, it's infiltrated my brain. <laughs> But I, but I felt like that SNL skit, you know, it came out before at the finale or any of the major twists. I feel like it was not spoiling stuff, but it was definitely like hinting in a spoiler. Yeah. In the way the show wanted to mislead us as well, because I had like the yeah. priest and it had like. But in retrospect, yeah, I was kind of like, okay, like how many episodes had you guys seen before you wrote that? Right. And then, I, cause there's a book too. So right. I was like, do they. Oh. So I, half the time I was like, did the, the priest did it? The, the priest did. Yeah. Did the priest do it? He didn't do it. He did it. He didn't do it. Interesting. Because of the SNL skit. Because I was like, oh no. <laughs> like, did they know something I don't? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Because yeah, that was really early on into it was episode one or two. It might have been yeah. two, but still not it was a lot. Very early. Yeah. A murder me murder. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm assuming you'd both recommend it, uh, even though we've just aggressively spoiled it for everyone. I would. Anybody yeah. who's listening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, totally. Fair enough. I I yeah. I wouldn't like resoundingly like you you gotta go watch it, but oh, like oh, I, yeah. I I think I think I'm of the of the murder shows we've watched so far. Yeah, it's a very pointed Which... recommend. It's like I like I, I I recommended it to my sister, but you both uh-huh. know because she loves a just a murder, murder mystery. Like that's just her. It's like she's she lives for Law and Order. Like she's just like a whole. You know, it's a different thing, but you know, but she's yeah, she loves that vibe. And so I was like, you're gonna like the show. So like. If I know it's your kind of vibe for sure, but if you're at all remotely interested, I'd say, yeah, I think it's worth it. I was surprised. My sister, who does love murder, she loves like true crime though, yeah. watched it. Watch, she watched, she finished the whole thing before I did. I think she was also very desperate for content. Yeah. Did she like it? Or? I think so. I mean, it wasn't, she wasn't like, oh my God, you have to watch, you know, yeah. Mary Bees Down. But the reason I figured out she watched it because she was like, Something, something. Is Evan Peters? I was like, Evan <laughs> Peters is in Mayor Town. She's like, yeah, because he's not in the first episode. Yeah. 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 Interesting. All right. Well, the other thing we watched this week was Sweet Tooth on Netflix. I watched all of them. Yeah, I'm watched- actually dying to hear what you th- what your thoughts are. Okay. First, just because you texted us. So, so for context, we said, okay, we're going to watch an episode. And then 
you sometimes we'll watch more if we want to. Yeah. And then you texted us, I think on Sunday and said, I will definitely. Oh no, it was it, or Saturday. Or it was later. Saturday morning because yeah. I, like, I will definitely be finishing this this weekend. And I was like, oh, okay. So I, so I'm, I want to know like what, okay. I mean, I, I guess you loved it. I loved it. I, I truly loved it. I like I thought it was going to be hokey or bad or maybe even too close to home because it's like semi post apocalyptic, but no, <laughs> and and also it has a child star which is very dangerous, especially coming off of our Quiet Place Two discussion where it was like. So I'll even say scary. like the murderer from Miram Easttown kid was not great either. No, he was not. But what did you do? What did you think? Am I an anomaly? Many, Am I? How many did you watch, Jackie? One. I don't like okay, watching more than we agree to because otherwise I won't know what to talk about. I mean, I won't. Well, this is why to... this is why I warned, you know. But I, but I, I think I can do it without. Yeah, yeah. I watched three. Okay. I, I'm liking it. I'm not like obsessed, like salivating at the mouth, needing to finish it. I think I will finish it because mm-hmm. I am enjoying it. But yeah, I got through three of them. I just kind of watched them all in the row, and then I had to do something else. I couldn't, you know. Yeah. But I might have continued. It's funny because I read a few of the comics from years ago. Okay. And I didn't read all of it, but okay. I've read a few, some of them. I want to say probably like five, six, seven of them, maybe. And I remember liking them enough, but also not caring all enough, all that much to where I like had to continue them. Mm-hmm. So I just randomly stopped. I missed an issue and then I just like never went back. And so I was like, huh, am I, am I, do I feel that way just about the story in general? Because I don't remember them enough to know, like this was ringing a lot of bells. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Duh. Okay. Yeah. I know that. I know that. But then I can't, I can't sit here and be like, oh. They changed this. They did that. You know what I mean? Because I don't right, remember right. it that well. But the gist I do remember. And it's feeling relatively accurate. But Jackie, what did you? I liked it. I mean, I liked the first episode. I'll, um, mm-hmm. I'll definitely watch more. I thought that it uh, was a good setup. I usually am not particularly fond of narration. So I generally find it redundant and or not a good device for storytelling in film or tv you know that's fair yeah because usually i kind of feel like well you should show us why it's yeah. showing me yeah show why don't tell yeah telling yep. us but I, I actually didn't mind the narration so that's good because usually it bugs the shit out of me so mm-hmm. but yeah no i really liked the first episode i i got emotional even though it was pretty obvious that the, the dad was gonna die and all that stuff i just kept thinking like honestly if i was know maybe this is morbid but even like the first like before the dad died you know obviously we have to get to a point where the kid's like sort of fending for himself but I just kept thinking to myself like I would have set him up because I would be so worried that I'm gonna die Mm -hmm. and I'm the sole caretaker of this kid that I would make a plan for him like so it was just like so weird to me that he didn't have any kind of plan really well and even as he was dying he his plan was Make me stay here walk you through pancakes. Like yeah. <laughs> it was like pancakes, and then like remember, and like making him recite again. Remember, don't leave, don't do it. Like so, he just got to live like, there by himself. And it was just like life. that's not a good plan. That's a terrible plan. Yeah, I would have probably been preparing him for my possible des- demise at any point, and just being like, "This is what you do," or like, "This is where the box is hidden that you, you know, need to open." And mm-hmm. but you know. It's unhelpful if you give him all that stuff and you don't tell him what a fucking credit card is because he clearly, <laughs> you know, has no use for any of the things that were in that box, right? Right. So it was like he hid the box and then we still don't – I mean, the box isn't super relevant. I mean, we get the picture of the mom, but I just assume the mom was dead 
but I guess I don't know. Well, I don't know that the box was ever for him to actually find because he doesn't yeah. want to leave. Like, you know, so he just buried it to like. I feel like the box was more for himself. Stuff, but, yeah. Like yeah. just in case like he needed it. Like he doesn't again, want not assuming for his demise. Yeah. I agree with you logically. I will say having, sp- and this is why I was worried that the show would feel too close to home for, you know, the year, year and a half we're coming off of now. Having spent the last, you know, year and a half telling myself, I will do X things. Like, yes, I should, I should use this time to do whatever. I should plan for this or do that. Like, you know, when you're just trying to survive, let alone raise a kid, I'm sure. I could, I could see it slipping from your yeah. to-do list. You know, I'll give I'll give the character a little bit of leeway there, but I agree. Like, if that's your sole thing out there, like, he, yeah. do a little bit more for him. Well, yeah, I mean, he could just he could be spending again. You know, how would I spend my time? I don't know, but he could be spending his time training the kid more for just like actual survival on his own. I guess, right. and he is a young kid, and he didn't think he was going to die that young. But I think a lot of it would have been that would have been maybe fixed a little bit if the dad's death was something really like a lot more sudden and not like not. Not like, you know, here I am kind of, it was sudden, but I guess it was pretty was, sudden. I, yeah. Here, was like, it was sudden, but I guess like, I guess it was just the reciting of like, stay here and try to survive here, whatever, and forge whatever, instead of like, there's a box, this and that, whatever, try to, you know, like sure. something trying to, like, it was just very like, let me repeat this before I die real quick to make sure that you just stay here forever. It's like, well, you didn't really set him up to live there forever without, I mean, he seemed to have the skills to be doing it fine. But yeah. It was, Cause uh, like eventually, you know, I mean, he, he survived does... for like a year. Kind of, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's but pretty considering that it was like the, the first time he ever managed to jump across the rock on his own to get eggs, it was kind of like... Well, that's what I was kind of bizarre. Survive. I thought that was like, I was like, Ooh. Like, yeah. It, it just felt disjointed in that way where I'm like, he seems too mentally young at this point to even know how to survive on his own, let alone... I mean, you know, he's never even collected the eggs or know how to make pancakes. But, yeah, but by the same yeah. token, like, if his dad has always done it for him... You but know, that's what I mean no, is, yeah, that's what I mean is I was like, I, I would, I would have thought I would like if the dad had been like trained, like making like this, you need to be, I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Be like you know more or, or like, like when he like, knew he was running out of time, like he clearly knew he had caught in the sickness and he was going to die. Like he knew that. Right. The dad. Oh, well, it came on pretty suddenly, and then I think he knew he was dying at that time. Yeah, because like, I feel like he didn't know that he was going to get exposed to it. By, like, yeah, I don't think so he knew he was going to get exposed to it, but I think yeah. and when he was actively dying, I think Once he knew he was, he was dying. Oh, yeah, but at that point, you're actively dying, and like you probably Well, that's what I mean, is like, to... you should probably give him like more instructions and go make me breakfast. I guess I interpreted that moment as like, I don't have, believe, so he's I don't, well, yeah, I don't have the bandwidth to deal with this. I'm dying. <laughs> like, I'm going to try and be as well, and pleasant and, and nice wanna, as possible yeah. and, like, not snap at the kid, right? Yeah, and you didn't want to probably die right in front of him, which, again, he's going to come back and find your body, but what can you do? Yeah. But, yeah, I would have yeah. you, used Yeah, my I last thought you were saying, like, in general, get... equipping him with more, like... Well, yeah. I both. am, yeah. I'm yeah. thinking just, like, in general. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, I am, too. No, I feel like those last minutes, it was, like, game over. I think in both, but I think last minutes I would have been giving him more information because the kid was asking him questions and then he was just like, you know what will give me strength? Breakfast. It's like, yeah. what? Oh, I felt like it was like a, an attempt at like a calming thing. Like trying to be like, hey, things are normal, kid. Like, are not normal, but like don't freak out at what's about to happen. Like, Yeah, because you can't change it. You can't do anything. Yeah, here's like a routine that's about to – because also I don't think the kid understands that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I would have – I mean, I guess I would have been more explicit about it. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, I think uh, if you continue watching it, like, you will overlook. Like, that just is 
it's like you just accept it and you move on. Like the, I, th- this is the thing I like about the show that even having only watched like when I first watched the first episode, the reason I was like, I just want to keep watching. I do like the world they built. And I do think some of it was cheating and through a little bit of voiceover. But I felt like they successfully established this post-apocalyptic, very beautiful visually world. I was like, this is not America. Like, even though I, you know, I know it's supposed to be, but I was like, this is cool. this is so dodd New Zealand. No, it was it was Yellowstone. Yellowstone's pretty. Yeah, but they shot it in New Zealand. Well, New Zealand is pretty. Yeah, New Zealand. Yeah, Yellowstone is pretty, but like some of the other stuff, I was like, that's not American. Yeah, movie. like that's not. Which is fine. It's it's beautiful. Is but I think the world they built, they do a good job of establishing it very quickly. Yeah, what, yeah. what plays out. I mean, you can and I generally that. agree about the narration, and I and I. There are some spots in this that I think you could have said you could have gone without it, but also it's like one of those things too, where when you are adapting a comic book, sometimes it makes sense in ways I think like you can make it work sense, and I think sometimes they did. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's like oh, okay, but because when you're reading and you're reading the comic book's actually telling you a story half the time, it's not all through dialogue or all you know. I can I can forgive for it, but I but I agree, and I I the the guy's voice who did the narrating. Oh, James um, Berlin, I think. Yeah, yeah, is it? Yeah, or no, is it? I think so. It's, it's very a- distinct. I, I don't know. I can't remember his name. Is it James Berlin? But whoever it is, um, it's almost yeah, James, a little too. Yeah. It's almost a little too distinct for me. <laughs> like yeah. something about it where well, I can hear it, it in my yes. head right now, like more than I can hear the characters. It's distinct, but like you didn't know who exactly it was. No, so, totally. You know, I guess. True. I guess I mean like yeah. I don't know how, but it's like it's almost takes me out a little bit because it's too much of a like a voice that doesn't like. Like a narrator, I almost want it to be someone who's kind of going and it's just like, it shouldn't stand out. It should just kind of flow, you know. Pushing Daisies, I think, has some of my favorite. Yeah, narr- who is the, yeah. Who's the Pushing Daisies narrator? So funny. Oh, I, I could not exactly, get through Pushing too, Daisies but... and everyone is obsessed oh, really? with that one. I liked Pushing Daisies. I mean, oh, Jim I Dale watched like one. Oh, well, Jim Dale. I only watched like one episode, I think. But Oh, I really liked Pushing Daisies. Jim Dale, who narrates the Harry Potter books. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. That's why it's distinctive. Yeah. Did you did you like the main kid? I did. I think he's a decent actor. I I gotta say I like the prosthetic ears because I am very disappointed by a lot of the special effects. Otherwise, uh, even though there's not like a ton of special effects everywhere, but like God, things of like especially in that first episode of the the deer and like oh there was yeah. some stuff that's like oh my God, like you know which again it's more part of the course on some of these Netflix things we're watching and different things too. So it's not to say it like ruins anything, but I like that the ears seem very practical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the antlers and stuff. And like, I buy it. Like I, when I see him, I buy it. You yeah. Know, sometimes they move like a little too much. Yeah. They, they, have like, a they move like in a not completely, like they, they only yeah. move on like a, like an X, Y axis and not in Z. Yeah. Um, right, to get right. super nerdy about it. As far as just like looking at a photo of him, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I just felt like, the character is asked to be simultaneously naive, but also like very skilled because he's clearly survived this long. And that can be really, really annoying in a child actor. And oh, naive, like innocent, and then also kind of like pushy in some ways. And I'm like, I, damn, kid, I find you charming. Like you you were pulling this off. Guys should hate you. In the, in the hands of the wrong child actor, I'd be like, I hate this kid. Yeah, it's always the riskiest thing. Did you find the parallels to Huckman too much? Ooh, I had not thought about that until you just said that. Oh, I thought it was really obvious from the first episode, right? Um, it was that it's basically a retelling of Huck Finn. I guess I had not. I did not because I didn't make that conclusion. But now that you have said it, damn. 
Now I can't. Oh, oh, now I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's too much. I mean, look, it's a great story. There's no, you know what I mean? Like, it's one of the, there are classic stories that I just enjoy. And so, yeah. you know, it's not a, like, for me, I actually really enjoy the Cinderella story. I think it's very, you know, so whatever. So I like a lot of different versions of it, even though it's clearly right. like the same fucking thing over and over again. Um, No, I did not draw those conclusions. I could see, in retrospect, now that you've pointed it out, I could certainly see influences, but... I guess to me, also just because I hadn't read Huckman in a very long time. I guess there is like a parallel also to be drawn in that like Nanzo. I did laugh pretty hard when he was like, they don't make men bigger than me. (laughs) (laughs) When he was like, my dad's coming home and he's bigger than you. I was like, "Ah, no, they don't make him bigger than me. (laughs) Ironically, he, I felt like his acting wasn't quite as smooth as some of the other. Like it felt a little more forced. It's, It's interesting because that actor, he always like stands out to me in the not like greatest way in the things mm-hmm. that I see him in it. Obviously, I, I'm not faulting anyone, any of the actors for Artemis Fowl, but you know, I, <laughs> I, I was, was it? people, but like, you know, I, I, I probably would have been in it too, you know. <laughs> really quickly, know. that is an example of like a child led thing that is a disaster. Not, it's oh, not yeah. the kid's fault necessarily, no. but like the kid didn't help at all. <laughs> no, he, he did not help. But he also, played uh sergeant dap i think his name i think is the sergeant he was but in ender's game which i'm a big ender's game fan i know the author's problematic but i'm a big ender's game fan i just remember in that film which i thought was a really good adaptation of that book i didn't love him either he's not in it a ton but it's very it's kind of almost very rehearsed and very just kind of like caricature mm-hmm. almost the way he plays certain things he's in a lot of kid-centric films looking at his yeah he filmography. Really he's in like pan as well oh uh, I don't know if we should ever talk about that. But like Ender's Game. <laughs> He's in the Golden Compass in 2007. I don't know how big his role was. Nanny McPhee. Oh, he was in the Golden Compass. Right. He was in Atonement? I don't remember. I, I think, think part of it is- He was one of the is, soldiers in Atonement. It's just like the juxtaposition, his physical juxtaposition probably mm. against child roles is that he, because he's so big. I mean, I, I mostly so. know him from Game of Thrones. Yeah. That's which he was good in. Yeah, but he was he was fine in this. Like I I enjoyed him, but the, I don't know why the kid I just found super like. And, and my my big fear, and this is the same fear that we talked about last week in terms of Quiet Place Two, is the show is doing very well. So I'm assuming we will get a season two. Oh, I yeah. don't know how big the comic run is, but I I you know there's certainly more to cover. And I am like, oh god, the kids are going to age. Yeah, between I now th- and the the next I time, I think there's like forty or fifty of them. But comic books, I don't. I think- oh wow. Because I remember, a, I think a sequel came out too, like a sequel series very briefly or might have started, I don't know. But I remember seeing that, the new extension of it, I remember seeing at a comic book store not that long ago. Oh. But I, yeah, I don't know. I don't actually know, since I haven't finished season one, I don't even know, I didn't read all the comics. I don't actually know how many of the comic books this season covers mm-hmm. and if they're following them that closely or if they're just kind of. So it says there were 46. Capturing the essence. Okay. That's a, is that a lot? I don't know. You two would know better than me. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty good. It's like almost, it's almost four years, you know. Okay. That it ran. Yeah. That seems um, like good. Which is, yeah, that's a good, that's a good. Wow. Good it one. actually like September 2009 to August 2021. So obviously they did a reissue. Well, because I was going to say, didn't, isn't, are you seeing that there's like a new series of it? The Return. Okay. Yeah. See, I think that started a couple years ago or something. Cause I've seen oh, this it. year, maybe. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, this kid was in Legion. Oh, yeah, last year. 
is oh it was announced last year i don't know oh oh yeah it was published in november of 2020 okay as i say i know i've seen it but so i bet they're probably lumping it all together as 2021 but i think the other one probably ended five six years ago i'm sure if you said it started 2009 and that makes sense because i remember reading it starting to read it a little bit briefly when you and me jackie would go on wednesdays to the comic store after work or whatever and then go to a coffee shop and read i remember that being the time when i was reading stuff so long time ago. I must have read some of it, but I honestly don't remember much. I mean, either way, like uh, this gives them plenty to go with and because it's the number one. Tra- Look, if if friggin Shadow and Bone just got renewed for season two, <laughs> Sweet Tooth is getting renewed for season two. And so I'm like, start filming now. You should have started filming yesterday. Did you already film it? Because like, I, you know, it's not. Homeboy's going to age. Yeah, unless they jump ahead. I think that's the hardest part for me with now, like being able to binge things. Is just that, like, as soon as you binge them, you get, like, one day, and then you have to wait two years or whatever for the next right. installment, and it's just, like, really irritating. I mean, yeah. as much as they are now, like, challenging in my heart, that is what I absolutely loved about the Harry Potter books and movies, is that they were coming out with regularity at the age appropriate. Like, the kids were aging at the right time. Yeah. I was aging. You know, we were all aging at the same – it was just – it worked out timing-wise, and there weren't any, like – Made, I mean, I think there were some abrupt casting changes, whatever, but they yeah. they addressed it relatively well. And this I'm just already foreseeing. Well, and I think also to that point, it's like, you know, even if you do it, like, let's say the way the Star Wars franchise does, like, you know, with the films or whatever, where it's like that new sequel trilogy, it was every two years, right? Mm-hmm. Even if you do it that way, it's different when it's just a movie that like I'm a chronic rewatcher. So if I love it, I can watch it over and over and over for the rest of my life. But like watching the entirety of it of a season again, mm-hmm. I'll do it. But it's not quite as like, oh, let's just easily digest this while we wait for the next yeah. one. You know, so it's like you just kind of get in this stuck place where like, well, it's aggressive to start it again. <laughs> but Yeah. But for know. me, even it's just like the fact that it's adults and I can be like, yes, continuity wise in my brain, I oh, understand totally. that these are. But this like. I'm like, what? They've suddenly, well, you know. do we know when it shot? Because, like, he's already older. So it's like. That's true. I mean, I would like, assume it took, like, like, a year, two years to shoot. So it's already however many years after. And, you know, assuming they go into production right now, it's, yeah. yeah. He's going to be married with children. I know. It's going to be ruined. <laughs> Adorable little boy is going to be ruined. Well, the, the hard thing is the boys, like, obviously, girls will, of course, start to develop and everything. But boys, that voice changes so much. And that, you always notice it. You know what I yeah. mean? When, like, a young boy suddenly, like hits that and then all of a sudden yeah. I go, why do you sound so much older all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah, it, hello. yeah. And um, I noticed that a little in Quiet Place too as well when you're like, oh, now we're looking at things that took place before this first movie, but you sound right. like your voice. It's like, everything. right. <laughs> I guess it's like if they choose to address it, that's one thing, right? And I think that could be yeah. a viable solution. I just don't know what they're going to do. And by the time that it happens, I will have forgotten completely and then I'll watch it again and be like, oh. So yeah. um, Netflix ordered it in April of 2020. Oh, oh. So season two already? No. Or the show. The show. Oh, so it's yeah. Only so. like one year old, maybe. Okay. And they. Okay. Okay. And so the cast was know, announced. This... The cast was announced the same time. So May 12, 2020, the cast was announced. Oh, okay. Good. So, yeah, it's a quick shoot. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay. I guess, again, they shot New Zealand, you know, during COVID then. Yeah. Which yeah. means somehow they got there. But it means it was like it's the only. In July 2020, New Zealand granted the series permission to film despite recent travel restrictions due to the impact of COVID-19. October 1st, 2020 was reported that the series had resumed filming after the COVID-19 and halted production. That's a, that's a quick So basically, yeah. it filmed from 
a little bit in July, but then it mostly filmed October to mid-December. So it filmed pretty quickly. Yeah. Okay, better get it back out there. Get season two. Okay. Well, then, I mean, that tells you right there. If they yeah. greenlight it right now, we could have it this time next year. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they greenlit it, have it right now. We could have it spring next year. Is I mean, it, they already greenlit, like, Shadow and Bone came out, like, a couple of weeks ago. And they yeah, that's greenlit. Green Obviously, yeah. Bridgerton took a little bit longer to green, but they we knew they were going to do it, I think. And then, I guess, they canceled Jupiter's Legacy. Well, yeah. what's interesting is Bridgerton got, like, like, four seasons or something. Yeah, and maybe that's why it took a little, because mm. they were like, okay, because I think they're like, this yeah. was successful enough that we're going to go ahead and just. Well, well and what's his face, like, probably was trying to, like, negotiate to leave immediately before they were going to announce, figure out what the plan was for. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense with the books. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. But just, like, and in terms of announcement, like, the greatest successful show ever. Why is this person leaving? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Without spoiling, like, for people who hadn't read the books. Oh, yeah, they totally would, they would totally would want to milk having him more yeah. sure yeah. in the show they probably would have just yeah. taken some liberties <laughs> yeah that's the thing is if he didn't want to leave he could have had a, a role i'm sure they would have just made it happen yeah. like i don't think that yeah. that's like but it, they would have literally books, started like burning yeah the books. They'd be like no the book but, doesn't exist i don't know what you're talking about like <laughs> they probably were like we should find a way to get him to stay it's not like he dies or anything in the books it's literally just they don't focus they focus on one couple at a time that's it so mm-hmm. once one couple gets together like they're background characters they're dead. <laughs> dead to us. <laughs> yeah. I So just to wrap up on Sweet Tooth, I think the one thing that actually had me really concerned about it was that Robert Downey Jr. is an executive producer. No, he can't be trusted. Right. Especially after Doolittle, which is one of the last like film films I saw, I think, in 2020 yeah. because it came out in like early – because it kept getting pushed. It and I was just like – I was like, oh no. It did break the world. He's it's seemingly cool. so heavily involved in this. And it also vaguely has animals in it. Like Doolittle. <laughs> like this is going to be a nightmare. Thankfully. I at least found it very enjoyable. Yeah. Do you think you're going to uh, keep watching it? I think I'll finish it. Oh yeah. Sure. I think it's I will. Just, it's, just, it's, it's just funny because I don't have things that I'm like, I don't have complaints being like, oh, this isn't interesting or I don't like this. It's just not something that I'm like, oh my God, I cannot stop. So I'm like, okay, well, I like it enough. So in my downtime, you know, I'll be like, okay, I'll put an episode on. And I'll, you know, get through it. Yeah, for some reason, I was like into my veins. Yeah, I really, I mean, well, I I'm liked glad. it. That's I always the best. More. I mean, I just watched it like before we, right now. That's fair. Yeah, and, and I don't think it's like the greatest show ever or whatever, but I was like, compared to a lot of the stuff I've been watching lately and just the time and the place it's well, hitting. actually, and it yeah. just kind of, it hit the emotional beats I wanted it to, you know. Mm-hmm. I was emotional in the places I should have been, despite the fact that I knew what was you know, it was very obvious that the kid needed to be alone, right? So you knew the dad was going to die. But I still was emotional and, like, worried about him and, you know, all the stuff you're supposed to be. Yeah, I would say I'm going to try and phrase it, like, hopefully this is not phrased in a spoilery way. Like, I feel like, much like Mayor of Town, the show actually isn't always super surprised. It's not, like, a twist-aggressively show, but it the way it telegraphs and, like, plants stuff, you're just like, yes – even though I could have seen this coming, this is the correct thing to be happening mm-hmm. in a good and a bad, like for good situations and bad situations. You're just like, it yeah. weirdly actually makes me excited for Why the Last Man, which I know sounds different. Oh, I'm so apprehensive about Why the Last Man. Because I, I really love the comics. I haven't read the comics in a really long time, which I'm not going to reread before the show because I know it will just ruin everything if I remember what they're supposed to be. Um, right. But the fact that they were able to sort of set up this post-apocalyptic world based on a comic book, all that stuff, I think, I don't know, it made me excited. It is Hulu, though, which is different. Uh, well, I think it also just comes down to, like, cast. And, like, can they carry 
the show. Well, because I think they're going to have to update it quite a bit probably at this point. So I'm sure. Yeah, I just don't think the people they've cast as Yorick like fit what my brain like has retained as the memory of Yorick. Yeah. Even though I haven't read it in years. I'm I'm like hopeful, but cautiously hopeful in the way that like I, yeah, it's it's really great. And I just don't have a lot of faith that they'll do it right, especially because it's bounced around so much. And who am I to talk? I know I harp on it all the time, but you you both know I love the Watchmen film and that was unfilmable and they, that bounced around a lot in the 90s and early 2000s about like, you know, it could never be done and no one, it, you know, and it ended up really pleasing me. So maybe this will do the same, but whenever something goes through such a tumultuous kind of like, oh, it's greenlit and then it's not and then it is and it's, it's, it's like, uh, <laughs> I just have like bad feelings about it, but I'm hopeful. But I, but I agree, they set this up in a way where they... Well, it finally has a release date. It's releasing this year, which yeah. is exciting. I know, which is like crazy. Because it, it bounced around happened. so much that I was pretty sure it was never actually happening. Yeah. To okay. be fair, Lock and Key did the same thing, right? It bounced around yeah. a ton, and then it wasn't very good. So, I mean... It wasn't very good, or... Yeah, well, I'm trying to be nice. I really love the comics a lot. I know you, and that's the thing is, I don't even have the emotional attachment to the comics nearly as much, and that show really was. Ooh, ooh, the show! But it did actually got greenlit recently for a second season, which I was shocked about because I was like, "Did it?" I was like, "Wow, sure." Interesting. I I just looked up the person who's playing York because there's two people listed because it's um, Barry Kogan is Kogan. I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Is listed like accidentally. It's not him. It's um this guy. Did you both see Warcraft? No, the movie. Did you watch no. Warcraft. I don't know. I, I there's a lot of like work story involved, but I saw Warcraft, and Warcraft for me hit Did that spot Warcraft? that we're talking about. But it hit that spot for me that it was like so ridiculous that I had a really good time. Oh, okay. You know? Well, that- I don't know if that was the intention of it, but I just was like, all right, we're all in. That's shocking we're, to me. We're all in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, it was, yeah, anyway. But he, this guy is in it, and he is so bad. He's so bad in Warcraft. Like, I'm like, how are you going to be your, okay, anyway. Well, no, it's like, I'm looking at the cast right now, too, and I, um. I mean, Diane Lane can do whatever. Yeah, but... Diane Lane can get it. I, I like Olivia Thirlby. I wouldn't say that he's, like, She's the greatest actress of all time, but I like her. It's a pretty white cast, need, though. I need faces. Oh, that's a really white cast. It's a very white cast. I didn't even think about that part. I'm just, like, scrolling through, and I'm like, a lot of white cast. Yeah very valid well thank you both we shall return with loki and other things but loki thank you as per usual to jackie and matt for joining and now a couple of follow-up points so in regards to the snl skit that i kept referencing murder dirter three episodes of mayor of easttown had aired when murder dirter premiered because saturday night live airs on saturdays and mayor of easttown was airing on sundays the fourth episode premiered right after it so i don't actually know how much information they were privy to also the other thing is i was wrong it's not based on a book it's an original piece of television so i don't know if the snl team was given you know hints as to what was to come but it's also not exactly a spoiler for it it's just sort of more red herring e and then for sweet tooth i didn't make the connection to huck finn and the adventures of huckleberry finn in part because well just to be frank i have not read that book in a very very long time and the other reason is in my mind i was like oh huckleberry finn it's he's running away from an abusive father like the whole thing is predicated on him trying to leave his family as opposed to sweet tooth which i get this is in the first episode and we're assuming you've seen it at this point his father is taken 
from him. And so to me, I didn't draw that parallel immediately, but it does make more sense, especially once Jackie pointed it out, in terms of adventure and the escape dynamic between uh, Huck Finn and the escaped slave Jim, who you better believe in the books is not just called Jim. Uh, that's another reason I don't think back to Huck Finn or Twain books that often, is just the liberal use of the N-word. And so I just, you know, uh, they have a time and a place in history, but the whole young boy on an adventure with an adult black man as their guide is absolutely mirrored in Sweet Tooth, but I think that's about the extent of it. The relationship dynamic between the two feels very different. It's not like Big Man is like a slave to Sweet Tooth. He chooses to go on this adventure with him. That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.